You got to do the motions. <gasps> <laughs> it, I actually, and what's there? Oh, <laughs> is it one? No, it's not one. Yeah. One is the guy. No. One is the guy. Two is the girl. Artistic gymnastics oh. and rhythmic gymnastics. It's one because they usually are holding their apparatus in oh. the other hand. Yeah. Um. But when you do that breathing thing, I think I read about it, and it's like it actually helps with your nervous system. I don't know if I'm spreading pseudoscience. I don't fucking know, but <laughs> <laughs> when I'm like overwhelmed, I'll actually do the and I feel a relief. little bit better. Yeah, I feel like a certain type of relief. So maybe it's because of the motion. You're really pushing it back. Yeah. But I find it's really helpful. Stop it. I lost my friend. <laughs> Let's let her settle down and then we'll start. <laughs> Hi, welcome to K-pop Cancelled. My name is Angelina. And my name is Audrey. And today we're actually, this was actually your idea. We're going to be doing Am I the Asshole K-pop Edition. Yes. So actually, Everglow Up beat us to this. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they just released a video, uh, like a similar concept. Okay. Um, so they beat us to it. But I did see someone did a similar video before Everglow Up. Mm -hmm. So I'll put them in the description because they did do it first, I think, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so basically, we're gonna go on Reddit, and there's a subreddit. There's a I don't, what do you call I it? I, I really don't know how Reddit works, but I I found one who is am I the K-pop villain? Who's pretty much I think the K-pop asshole. But yeah, it's inspired by Am yeah. I the asshole? But it's a two. It's the last post was made two years ago, mm -hmm. and there's like 300 members. Yes. So if you guys are cool with it, we might start like our own little subreddit specifically for the podcast, yeah. where either like K-pop confessions or similar. Am I the Am I the K-pop asshole? Maybe mm -hmm, we can mm -hmm. do that. You can let us know. Mm -hmm. Unless the original poster wants to start <laughs> revive the 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 k-pop villain the k-pop villain that would be cool yeah maybe be. we'll send people there and it'll be revived revived yeah so it should be it should be nice though if it's yeah reviving yeah resurrected one or the other right like i think it would be really fun because yeah. i love reading this stuff i love it i i find like am i the asshole is free popular and it's always mm -hmm. it's always changing it's always growing because there's always people submitting stuff yeah it. and it's always so fun to see what's the point of view of, of yeah of the podcaster or the people who's talking about it so personally i love being judgmental <laughs> so it's great it's great <laughs> okay so what's the first one Am I the K-pop villain for feeling that if my faves do boyfriend service, they deserve the backlash if they're ever caught dating? Oh, that's juicy. Juicy, juicy. Move, that juicy. juicy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love the beatbox. <laughs> I'm, I'm pro with that. Only that beat. <laughs> Minghao who? <laughs> I don't know. You're the only beatboxer I know. I'm the only beatboxer in 17. <laughs> Looking at what happened to people like Sungmin and Chen after they got married and the absolute shit show dating scandals can become sometimes. Mm. Whenever members of my favorite groups do anything that can fall under the umbrella of boyfriend service, so cheesy messages saying that fans are their favorite types or even girlfriends sometimes, or playing along when fans ask them to marry, etc. Mm -hmm. I have this uncharitable thought that if they ever experience what the aforementioned idols did and still do it in the future, then they had it coming because I feel like they're literally setting themselves up for backlash. Okay. The worst thing about it is since they're a boy group, they wouldn't have the general public to fall back on if such things occur because their success heavily depends on the fandom. I understand that the idol industry is supposed to sell a fantasy and I would probably understand a little more if they were still struggling rookies that needed to pay off their debt. But while they're not the most popular, they're living comfortably now. It sucks because I love these boys so much, but I'm not going to lie and say that a part of me feels like they deserve the backlash if they ever get into dating scandals because they knew the risks of playing along with fans' delusions but did it anyways. I just really disliked the boyfriend service and wish they'd just stop doing it. Sorry, this is so disjointed. Okay. So. Okay. Is this person the K-pop villain? 
a little bit a little bit right yeah i'm not gonna lie my first thought was like oh yeah they deserve the back <laughs> really a little bit but i understand that they are selling a fantasy it's like if they're actors yeah if an actor is playing like the boyfriend type on screen and you fall for that it's kind of on you yes but the thing is it's always people always say that or remember us that in korea they always think about i spend so much money on you yeah so you shouldn't date someone else right yeah like i would like the actor analogy isn't the best because mm -hmm. it is a lot more personalized you see it in fan calls yeah and it's a lot more personal yeah so it's not the best analysis the best comparison to make mm -hmm. but yeah on one hand you do spend a lot of money on your idols i mean the amount of albums and photo cards you know <laughs> i know and i'm not that crazy about it but mm -hmm. the amount of people who do buy like 300 albums out of their pocket not only group order group orders but yeah. out of their pockets to just have a fan call or a fan meeting with them it's unbelievable and it's kind of a problem yeah it is we know like we kind of know people who do that though <laughs> <laughs> well group orders are okay mm -hmm. i don't think it's a problem because mm -hmm. if you're thinking about it if you have like 90 person who join your group it will be it will be 90 albums who will go to 90 persons technically yeah if you think about one album per person yeah but if you're alone and you have 300 of like 90 albums just to meet them mm -hmm. what will you do with those 90 albums it's it's definitely a risk i think especially if you're gonna try to sell them afterwards yeah but there's a like, lot of people who do craft with it well we're, it's a tangent already <laughs> <laughs> crafts are fun but yeah the main point of like hey i just spent so much money on this fantasy and you ruined that fantasy yeah. mm -hmm. and it's not a secret companies even put in dating bands and they're very secretive about this stuff for a reason like they're not stupid they know what they're doing they know it sells and yeah but like what are the ethics of that really i don't know i don't know what are the ethics so on one hand like i kind of i like slightly agree because like you base your entire livelihood mm -hmm. off of selling this fantasy mm -hmm. um, but at the same time i think people buying into the fantasy should be able to separate you know this is this is not real mm -hmm. but what's the title again is it am i the k-pop villain for them deserving the backlash am i the k-pop villain for feeling that if my faves do boyfriend service they deserve the backlash if they're ever caught dating so yeah she's the k-pop villain because i don't really want them to have the backlash because they still have a life yeah and people should be aware that yeah you do spend a lot of money in it but mm -hmm. still it's your money and you want that and even if yeah. they're married or something they still can do you the boyfriend's theory. but i will agree like if they are dating if they are married it takes away from the fantasy a, a thousand percent a i bit. can imagine it like financially it's just better to not be public about it but isn't it chen who is married and do have two kids is it two now two now that's too too many <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's having two he do have two kids yeah he's married and he's doing his solo right now. Well, it's not released yet. Okay, because I was going to say. But it's in pre-order and stuff. And he's beating the odds. I guess so. But we can't forget the amount of backlash that he yeah, received. Yeah, oh my God. It was and people, crazy. And people boycotting him they and wanted his him OST. To be, they wanted him to be removed yeah, from Yeah, get kicked out of EXO. <laughs> um so i kind of i understand both sides because when i was really young i was like obsessed 
with Tim and we talked about this before. Was hurting yourself. My heart was hurt at that prospect. Um, but I don't remember him ever doing boyfriend service. And I don't remember ever thinking like I'd actually ever like meet him or anything. No, you you wanted, but it was hurting oh, yourself yeah, like, too much. That you my, them. Me as a fetus was hurt, <laughs> but I was still like, I still think I was a little bit logical about it. Mm. I mean, that's why it hurt, right? Because I, I knew it would never happen. <laughs> Are so, you sure? Yeah. Because of that? Yeah, well, yeah. If I If I was like... I don't want to use the word delusional. Convincing? If I was convinced that I would meet him one day... I think it would be a lot different. But I don't remember a lot of like fan service back then. Now well, it's everywhere. Is a lot We more. Got Married considered as fan service? We Got Married? Yeah. Was it? Con I know it was really controversial. Contro I can't say that word. Controversial. <laughs> controversial. Um, because You're they were a fake couple for like a year. You're triggering a memory for me right now. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. I never watched it. I watched it. And I still sometimes go back really? and watch it again. Because I okay. like it. But I guess my point is, like, back then, it wasn't as common. Like, you wouldn't have as many fan signs as you do now. Like, now you just scroll through Instagram and that's all you see. Yeah. Oh, you're so sexy. Da, 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 da. And it's like, yeah, but ah! I still, I still... I still feel like less groups do it. Really? Yeah. I have like a um, a saved Instagram reel where Songwa's getting friend zoned. Because he's like, the girl is asking him, you know, how do I attract the guy I like? And he's like, I'm right here or something. And then she's like, I see you as a brother. <laughs> like it's just ingrained in their heads to go along with this fan service thing. Yeah, but now they don't do it. Of course they do. Well... I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's more third gen than fourth gen who does it. I'm not sure. I just really have ATs to base this off of because like that's the fan calls. Those are the fan calls that I see the most. Speaking of ATs, if is Usan considered as fan service? Yeah. It's, I think it's fan service. I think it falls under the umbrella of fan service, but we will be talking about shipping later. Okay, okay. So we'll save that okay. for the shipping part. Okay. <laughs> so is this person the K-pop villain? Do idols deserve the backlash? No. No, of course not. No. We wouldn't wish that on anybody. Um, is... <sighs> but that's the thing. It's like putting the blame on the idol for someone believing that. Because, yes, it is a fantasy at the end of the day, mm -hmm. but it sh probably should be on you to, like, hopefully recognize that it's it's not real. But a lot of but people can't. You're <laughs> but, but you're talking about 14 years old. That's the thing as well. Yeah. So it's, like, it's kind of a little bit problematic, but at the same time, it's making these idols a lot of money. So, like, why would why would that be, like, up for discussion to even try to change that kind of culture? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Of course not. Of course they won't. <laughs> I mean, like, I can imagine. Like, when I was younger, of course, I was obsessed. If I had the money to spend into a group, bye-bye. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we kind of agree, like, kind of 50-50, but like a very nuanced 50-50. Yeah, it is. Very nuanced. Yeah. Of course, they don't deserve the backlash, like get kicked out of your group because you had a child and got married. But I also understand that that ruins the fantasy. It does. And that's like one of major selling point in K-pop. Yes, but at, at the same time, you should be aware of that fantasy. Yeah. But when the company is specifically counting on this and feeding into this, then, you know... The backlash, I don't think, is in like a hundred percent on the individual. No. So we can blame the company. <laughs> yeah, uh, at the end of the at the end of the story, it's always the company's fault for everything, mm -hmm. for making it accessible. They have all the power. Yeah. So that's the first one. Mm -hmm. Ooh, this one is perfect for boomers like us. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Am I the K-pop villain for wanting the old K-pop back? Oh. I know I'm going to sound like a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> is it? 
Is it you? Did you wrote it? Don't tell them. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm kidding, but... So, I joined K-pop in 2012, before Gangnam Style. And at that time, K-pop was still unknown to the Western world, and it was a great time. Until the wave that is BTS. <laughs> Now, I don't blame BTS for this, but the wave of younger fans brought a lot of toxicity with it. I admit that there were toxic people before, but not to this extent. Mm. I started to notice the fandom hating each other, mm -hmm. people caring about breaking records, etc. And I'm so done with it. I miss the little interactions between idols. No one really cared about streaming, mm -hmm. and it was a peaceful place for me to escape. But now all I see is toxicity within the K-pop fandom. Is it bad for me to be selfish and wanting back the old K-pop? Absolutely not. No. You are not the K-pop villain. No, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. So the first comment I'm reading here is saying like, fandoms have always hated each other. And they're listing like, you know, XOLs versus babies and 21 stands versus girls generation stands. Sure. But not to this extent. Well, it wasn't accessible, though. That's the thing. I mean, there was, like, Twitter and stuff. It's not that hate and toxicity didn't exist. But there wasn't, like, a lot of people. <laughs> well, I remember it doing Black Ocean was pretty good, pretty popular at the time. Black Ocean, yeah. They mentioned Black Ocean during, I think, a Girls' Generation concert. Yeah. Because of XOLs or something. Yeah. So, yeah, it existed. But today there's the numbers mm -hmm. and more access to social media mm -hmm. and it is a lot more toxic in my opinion from so, what i've seen so it's the fault of the social media then because it was already happening yeah but it wasn't public yeah people were always terrible people always have been terrible they always will be terrible yeah. but the means through which they can express those feelings have amplified Yeah. So not only are there more social media sites, there's just more people, there's more eyes on it. So there, there's, before it was only in Korea that it was happening, and now it's worldwide. Not, I guess... Well, restricted to Asian countries. Not really, like, because there was still Twitter back then, there were still people discussing yeah, these things back then. Yeah, but Twitter started in 2011, no, Facebook did. Facebook started like 2006 or something. Six? So Twitter was in 11 then. I think it was a bit longer than that. What I'm saying is like from my experience, mm -hmm. just being online at back then yeah. versus today, mm -hmm. it's hell today. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's horrible. It's terrible. So I agree. I agree that people have always been toxic, but it's just we see it more now. Mm -hmm. We have the ability to see it more mm -hmm. now. Yeah. But I don't think this person is a K-pop villain. No, I don't think so. But I feel like, I feel like what what the person is explaining, they're mostly not. They don't really. I don't know if I do understand it correctly, but mm -hmm. they don't want the old songs to be back, but only the old vibe to be back, the old community to be back. Yeah, they do talk a lot about fandoms hating each other yeah. more. Mm -hmm. it, it so just, guys, be, 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 be just peaceful and it's gonna be the old K-pop. Did you just give everyone world peace? Yes. You solved... You, yeah. The world is fixed now. That's it. Just be more peaceful. Just be more <laughs> peaceful. Just... That's it. Be nice. Yeah, just be, be nice. Because nice. I've definitely been at like the other end of a fandom deciding that they hate you and it's terrible it's the worst mm. like i would pray that idols don't read their comment sections or and they they are aware and even if they say we love you uh, we x fandom i'm pretty sure they're shameful from for for the action of their fandom oh yeah there's no way idols aren't aware of at least a percentage of what's going on And I have no doubt. There's so many times where I just want to tell someone like, the group you like would fucking hate you. Yeah. They would hate your guts. They don't, they wouldn't want to have someone like you supporting them because you're just ruining you're, it. You're doing too much. Yeah. <laughs> so I have no doubt they'd be ashamed of some of their fans, mm -hmm. but they can't say anything about that. No, because they, they will, they will lose them. Yeah. And then they will go bankrupt. <laughs> yeah no more fantasy yeah <laughs> so we agree this person isn't the k-pop no asshole. it's not but i would say that even 
if old songs are a classic, like we said for one of the episode three of our podcast. Yeah. Even if Ring Ding Dong is a classic, I don't like it and I don't think I will like it if it comes today. So mm-hmm. I won't really bring back the old sound. In some ways, I do miss the old sound. But I guess I can relate that I miss the vibes. Because yeah. I would listen to anything back then. It wasn't like, it wasn't either you had to love it or you or you hated it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whereas today, it feels like we need to be polarized on how we feel. Otherwise, like, I don't know. It's <laughs> it's not good to be nuanced when you're with k-pop fans True. it needs to be black and white you need True. to either be on someone's side or you're against someone or listen to all of their songs and not be a casual listener oh yeah you need to be the perfect you need stand. To stand oh my god if you don't know the backstory then i've definitely been on the end of that <laughs> like how do you not know this you need to do more research and it's like i talk about so many k-pop groups Do you expect me to know the details know of, of every single storyline, mm-hmm. if there is a storyline? And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people have high expectations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I do miss the storylines, yes. But I do yes. miss the 10 minutes videos. One shot. I think it was seven, One shot seven and minutes. Sky, but <laughs> skydive. Yeah. Skydive was 10 minutes insane it you wouldn't was, see that today uh, i mean you do a little bit i think craig she had some craig she craig she i don't know they're like a smaller group okay but they had like long videos but i also have a theory about that because it has to do with the k-pop fantasy so i think k-pop groups stay within themselves in their music videos they do glorified dance practices because not only is it safer but if you have a love interest in your story takes away from the fantasy or you need to ruin that love interest yeah like somi's xoxo and itsy (laughs) itsy boys like you yeah so yeah i think that's my theory why storylines don't really exist anymore Mm -hmm. because when it's just it's safer you spend probably less money by just doing a glorified dance practice it's safe and you don't really ruin the fantasy yeah because in second gen there was love interests always love interests galore like it was your debut and you had a love interest in your music video yeah for debut Mm -hmm. (laughs) i know you guys can't imagine and i'm so sorry (laughs) but anyways okay let's move on to the next one this one i feel like is directed towards me okay so what is it Am I the K-pop villain for telling my friend that her dreams of being an idol will never come true? <laughs> so young, young you when you wanted to be a K-pop idol <laughs> with SM. <laughs> my almost SM audition, except I've never been near Toronto. <laughs> so my friend is a hardcore K-pop stan. She always tells us how she's going to go to Korea someday and be an idol. We all took it as a joke and said, okay, nice, until she said she was serious about it. So she always talks about her dreams, and it gets kind of annoying. She says how she's going to be the first K-pop idol from outside of Asia. First of all... It's already happened, it's, so... It's happened. <laughs> and legit, she said she's going to make a group. Oof. So I am a rather logical person, so I listened to her... So I am a rather... <laughs> I already have a... Fe- I really have a thought okay. behind... So, I am a rather logical person, so I listened... Fuck! (laughs) So, I am a rather logical person, so I listened to her reasons why she will not be able to become a K-pop idol, and now she hates me. Oh, listed the reasons, maybe? And now she hates me for breaking her dream. In terms of talent, no, she doesn't really have much talent in dance and music. Drum roll. Is is that person talking about Kachi? <laughs> We're not mentioning them in this podcast. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Do you think this person is a K-pop villain? A bit. A bit. Okay, if it's their dream... Well, I don't know what's their age, but when you're young... Does it tell what's no, the No, it age? doesn't say the age. Okay, So when you're young, you always have dreams and you always have them so close to your heart Mm -hmm. and it's making you the happiest person in the world. So yeah, if they wanted to be a K-pop idol, well, maybe they will take 
dance classes. It's now it's available back then, not that much. Yeah. But now there's K-pop classes, dance classes. Yeah. Back then it was what two years ago, so it wasn't really happening. But um, NCT Hollywood. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe it's possible now. Yeah. And there's people who's debuting in K-pop groups who aren't. Asian. There's a lot of K-pop stands that end up becoming K-pop idols. Yeah. And like they're probably weird and cringy like we were <laughs> mm-hmm. before they mm-hmm. became part of a group. For sure. Logistically, the chances of becoming rich and famous yeah. are so low. Oh, so low. Yeah. So if you discourage anyone, if you discouraged everyone from trying to follow their dreams, it's just out of this world unlikely. Of course. And there's a lot of idols that when they did their audition, they sucked. Like yeah. they tell the, they tell it they they told they told it themselves that the audition they don't know why they were picked. Um, Boom from Twenty One. I think she auditioned like three times over oh. the span of like multiple years. I mean, she debuted pretty Late. old. <laughs> yeah, she was, she, was, she was like twenty six yeah. or something. Twenty six, really? Yeah, and she's or twenty five, twenty six. Okay, okay. I, I thought she was a magnet, but she's not, no. No, it was Minzy. No. Minzy was 16, and then the oldest member was like 25, 26. So she was the oldest? Her or Dada were the oldest. Okay. I think they were like the same age. Okay. But the thing about being logical, this person's trying to be logical, like you're probably not going to be able to make it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that literally that applies to any idol who's ever auditioned because the chances are so low. Yeah incredibly low and there's so much groups who's debuting or you so much solo artists that are debuting that we don't know them we don't yeah. know they existed because they don't have the um company privilege a company privilege but also they don't have the time on the award sh- uh, the, the music shows because mm-hmm. even if they're scheduled they will be pushed or scratched out or like they will wait i heard that there's groups who waits outside of the music show oh. waiting to have someone step down and be like oh put in the show just as a backup mm-hmm. okay. so there's so much groups who we we don't know them yeah it's definitely like a popularity contest it definitely helps to know people yeah. it's not based on talent all the time no there's some sadly <laughs> though there's some idols who like barely even trained like again Giselle she was with SM for like 11 months not even a year and then she debuted with Espa I think there was a girl who was oh in um card Jihoo Jihoo was was yeah she didn't train long you'll find so many lists of like the shortest training periods and Mm -hmm. stuff sometimes it's really not about talent you could be a talentless person but you have you have the it factor you have the personality maybe or they just like the way you look it could be based on like nepotism you know someone mm-hmm. you have family members like i don't want to bring this up to shade her but sunny is isuman's niece or something yeah so like but i like <laughs> yeah we like sunny which she, I didn't, she's my favorite gg I, I didn't for real. <laughs> I didn't mean it in any way, but it's just like it definitely helps. Yeah, it Crystal does. from FX, her sister is in Girls' Generation. Like, yeah, but they were they were scouted at the same time, no? Maybe I'm not sure about that. We'd have to it, fact check. Yeah, that, I think but. I think they were shopping with their mother in America. I don't think so. I think she Jessica wanted to become famous, so she moved to South Korea. Oh, I don't know, but I'm not sure. But anyways, it helps to know people for sure, and um. I would say they are the K-pop villain. Yeah. Because just keep it to yourself. Just, yeah, keep it to yourself. Why would, why would you say that? Yeah. What does it give you to? It's just like listing the reasons of why you'll never succeed. It's discouraging. It is. It could build character, though, and make you want to do it more. <laughs> yeah, but still. It's just, it's just mean. It's, it's mean. It doesn't give you any advantage to say yeah. that, just to lose a, a friend. Maybe that person was annoying, but... We are all annoying at once. Yeah, once I was going to say they're they're likely very Every, annoying. <laughs> Everybody is annoying in their lifetime. But not everyone has realistic dreams. And but it's good to dream, though. That's, that's the reason to dream. Yeah, it's good to dream. So 
K-pop villain. Yeah. You're the K-pop villain. Yeah, that's the K-pop villain. The K-pop asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The K-pop asshole. Whoops. Putain. Putain. Poutine. Poutine. <laughs> ra, ra, ras poutine. No, we don't say that. We don't sing that. <laughs> so, the next one. I told my friend to step out of her fantasies and stop shipping two members. Okay. Am I the K-pop villain? My friend is a hardcore army and she ships Taehyung and Jungkook too much to the point she edits them together, writes 21 plus fanfics, and you know, the usual Delulu shipping. Once I sat down with her and said, stop, you are a disgrace to the fandom. If Taehyung and Jungkook would have seen this, they would hate you. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't think they're the K-pop villain? No, I mean, they, they, they won't hate her for that. Um, I often wonder what idols think about this stuff. Young- I know it's cringy, but they always slap their butts and they, they, they do it on purpose. So I wonder, cause some, I think there was an idol who came out and said like, it makes me uncomfortable. I don't know. Cause yeah, I they agree. Say they, it makes them com- uncomfortable. But if you're watching like their, their performance on shows and their fan cams that he's always or they're always slapping the butt of the person in in front i wonder if that could be due to like cultural differences too though like things that are not like necessarily not acceptable here but not super done here that much Mm -hmm. compared to korea where skinship is more it's it's more acceptable so i don't know that they're purposefully trying to feed into the shipping allegations yeah, i think it's more a relationship a thousand percent ship uh, a thousand percent feeding into like the boyfriend persona but shipping together i don't know but i wonder what like idols think of that because if i were to read like a fanfic that someone wrote about me a smut fanfic. a smut fic <laughs> I, someone actually wrote like a fucking long ass paragraph in my comments once okay about me luna and an octopus <laughs> but luna the group yes <laughs> uh, how many luna how and many girls is in that group i think there's like 13 <laughs> but i felt simultaneously disturbed and it was also kind of hilarious okay so i wonder if like the abundant if someone wrote so many fanfics about you and a specific member mm-hmm. if you would feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. or if it would be like funny as hell yeah because some of these fanfics are so funny and i am not speaking from personal experience <laughs> <laughs> i had a, <laughs> i had a friend who wrote like chris x was it chanyol fanfic oh really <laughs> So I, I read them for her <laughs> <laughs> to see if it was good. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> I've done a lot of questionable things. <laughs> don't don't ask. Me, um, a ship. It's not always a romantic ship. I would together. say shipping specifically though would be inherently romantic. Yeah. Okay, but. Like I said earlier, do we consider Usan a ship? Yes, they're shipped together. So I don't know why. I don't know if it's I, I don't watch these types of videos on YouTube, but I'll often get like Usan steamy 18 plus <laughs> on YouTube. I'm like, what the? <laughs> yeah, but they are feeding into it. They are doing it. I think purpose. they just love each other so much. And I think we restrict ourselves more in Western countries mm-hmm. to show platonic love mm-hmm. that we, we just assume everything is inherently romantic or sexual. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I'm conflicted about that. Okay. But I feel like shipping is okay. I don't know. I don't like. I don't care if it's a romantic ship, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's part of the fantasy. Yeah. And I feel, I would feel a little weird to kind of gatekeep how people feel about their idols. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you can do whatever you want in your head. (laughs) Even like writing fanfics and stuff, like there's obviously an audience for it. And it's not part of K-pop, but after it was a fanfic and it's now a book and it's now a movie. After. After. The movie After. Can you imagine, like, a, a K-pop fanfic turned into a movie? Yo, I would buy that shit. 
That would be it. We should write one. We Let's should. Let's go. Away. Go. <laughs> Is this person the K-pop villain? I'd say again, like a very nuanced 50-50. Because it's like you can't, you can't like tell people how they should feel. No. Um, but if it creeps you out, I think that's a conversation to have. Mm-hmm. And be like, I just don't. But just care to don't, partake in just this don't conversation read it or just don't take part of that yeah thing. you'd have to like set a boundary with that friend probably and be like listen listen, listen I, i'm very I'm, uncomfortable, I'm not comfortable <laughs> with that. but i feel like there's more shipping into boy groups than girl groups i would say so as well for sure there's, i feel like the shippings for girl groups are just not as common Yes, but it's more, it's not romantic. It's more friendly ships. Like, it's your two favorite, and your two bias, and you like that combo. Combo? Combination. Yeah, I just, I don't remember a lot of girl groups shift together. Like Sana and Momo, or Mina and Sana. Mimosa. Yeah. It seems more platonic. It, it is. Why? We got scared. Okay. So, yeah, Mimosa. Mimosa, it feels like less romantic. It's but then not. Again, I've never dived into it. Me neither. So Me neither. <laughs> but still, I feel like it's not... Girl groups aren't... Shipped as much. We could They say. are shipped, but not for romantic purposes. Okay. I yeah. see what you mean. Yeah. So, again. So, well, do you think this person is a K-pop villain for being like, you're cringe, stop? They can express their uncomfortableness. Yeah. <laughs> they can express their discomfort with it. Yes. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so the next one is actually, is it wrong to ship two idols together? But I feel like we already it's, talked about it's that. It's kind of the same. So, ooh, this one's interesting. Am I the villain for forcing my friend to like K-pop? Oh, are you? i have a story i've been a k-pop fan for around half a year and it has been a nice experience so far everyone in this community is nice beside the toxic ones but i have no in real life friends to talk about k-pop i live in a rural area and my school has less than 200 people so it is a very small town one day i decided to get one of my friends to listen to k-pop they didn't like it So, of course, I keep trying over and over again, but with no avail. They never told me to stop, but I feel like I'm bothering them. So, am I the K-pop villain? No. (laughs) No. Well, I don't feel like that person is insisting. They feel like they're bothering their friend. They feel, but maybe not. But maybe so. (laughs) Just from personal experience, I know... You were? Actually... Not really. I wanted okay. no one else to like K-pop okay. around me. Okay. I wanted to be the special the only special one. one. Um, but my friends did eventually get into K-pop. And then we would like fight over biases. Like Yongook from BAP. My friend biased him. I'm like, no, but I do too. And we like got actually heated that we couldn't like the same bias. <laughs> but do you have any experience with this? Um, No. Didn't you tell me? That you tried to show your friend 17 and she just doesn't like them. Well, it was you. (laughs) (laughs) No, not me. No, you told me you kept trying to show your friend like performances and she just doesn't like K-pop. She doesn't vibe with them. Not me, not me. It was you. No. (laughs) I literally remember. Well, I have a friend who's on and off into k-pop okay sometimes she's in it sometimes she's just like i'm i don't Mm -hmm. but like she's a big fan of big bang okay like a big fan and i was maybe the one who was a bit embarrassed for her why because she had a fantastic baby as a ringtone okay and every time we did went to a supermarket Mm -hmm. her phone was ringing (laughs) it was like (laughs) wow fantastic baby that was the beginning of it oh yogi butora that's it (laughs) and i was always so like 
so feeling a little embarrassed feeling, feeling embarrassed i think i was that friend i had an ice cream phone yeah do you guys remember the big bang commercial for ice cream phone i got that phone and my ringtone was forever with you by big bang and boom and it would just always shamelessly play it and then my text message tone was message by my name you got a message (laughs) (laughs) a message (laughs) yeah so i think you had a five seconds clip five seconds voice for you got a message yeah i cut it so it's you got a message I kind of want it though. <laughs> it's good, right? Yeah. It's pretty clever. Yeah. So I think I was the embarrassing friend. Yeah. Like, I remember I went into Best Buy mm-hmm. and I don't know why, but Genie by Girls' Generation was playing on one of the TVs. Okay, so somebody put it. I guess so. So yeah. I just stood in front of it and did the dance. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so i was a cringy fan friend a thousand percent yeah I, I i feel back when i was younger i was more it needs to be underground and it needs okay. to be secret for me to like it okay okay i feel that and but um recently like i always tend to talk to my dad mm-hmm. uh, about k-pop and sometimes i i really don't talk about any songs for a month or two and he always go back to me he go back to me he says like "Mm, feels like it's been quite of time that you didn't show me a music (laughs) video or something like he's interested in it i love that he's he's so so supportive supportive. oh that is so sweet (laughs) yeah it is i mean i can't say that my mom wasn't supportive but like like she she'll hear songs that i'll play like second gen songs and she'll like know the lyrics i'm like (gasps) oh really and she would like pick me up from school and like blast 21 ah! i am the best and she's like she'll text me i'm outside and she's, she's like trying to write the lyrics like pretending she's singing through text so oh, i definitely can't say she's you. not supportive though she does hate a lot of k-pop mm-hmm. she's like this is this is terrible i was playing at's answer ode to joy she's like this is horrible this is the worst thing ever i'm like excuse you it's poetic and beautiful <laughs> But she's very supportive. I think I'm going to have a talk with your mom. Yeah, you better tell her. (laughs) No, it's great when parents are supportive. Yeah, it is. But at the same time, my my mom is an auntie for Mm. for all music genre. Okay. She doesn't like music at all. That's interesting. Yeah. (laughs) I remember I got bullied a lot at school for liking K-pop everyone not everyone obviously but like i came from a small town and people were a little bit more closed-minded and Mm -hmm. i was obnoxious i literally my locker was plastered in like 21 and big bang pictures Mm. and people were just really mean about Mm. it Mm. i don't think they're as mean anymore (laughs) maybe maybe not i think there's still some hesitation from some people oh it's closing again is it overeating So, yeah, I don't think they're the K-pop asshole, especially since their friend never specifically said anything about it. Because if they said something and then they were continuing, it would be a problem. (laughs) Because, like I said, my friend is on and off with Mm K-pop, so I don't don't bother her. Just me. Still, I'm... Yeah, just you. Because it's your job, so... <laughs> you need to be like, fed up. Dan, seventeen, or right Dan now. Seventeen, like right Here's now. Here's twenty reels about how cute they are. Yeah, <laughs> and I will send you all the Mingyu and Hoshi reels <laughs> just for you. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but you should always respect the person. If you yeah. said to me like, I just can't. Mm-hmm. I won't send it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not trying to make her sound like no, because she didn't tell annoying. me. So maybe it's <laughs> she's a, not. She's maybe, not. Maybe it's a sub, some subliminal message. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, maybe before the concert, but not anymore. Not anymore, because now she stands him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, do we do a last one? Yeah, we'll do one last one. Okay. Ooh, I like this one. Am I the villain for liking my bias less because they became more popular? Oh, that's interesting. 
My old group recently had a comeback and the line distribution was terrible. Mm. Half of the members sang the majority of the song while the others had next to nothing. Is this about Everglow? <laughs> I, I wonder. I wonder. At the time, my bias in the group, who was also my old bias, was the member who got pushed by the company the most and had the most lines in every single one of the group's songs. Whereas my bias wrecker was mistreated by the company and had next to no lines in most of their songs, especially the most recent one. As they started promoting, I started biasing my original bias less and less. I know it wasn't her fault that she was pushed, but I couldn't help it. Okay, I think it's every girl. <laughs> Over time, she stopped being my bias and the girl who had barely any lines became my ult of ults. I still love the first girl as I do the whole group, but she's not really in my bias line anymore. It could just be timing as I understand that it's normal for biases to change, but I can't help feeling bad. That went a different direction than I expected. Yeah, me too. I was expecting like this group became popular yeah. and therefore I don't like them anymore. Yeah, I feel it. Uh, yeah, maybe it's because the title is bad worded. Maybe. Because <laughs> it doesn't feel like what I thought the same yeah but it doesn't it's not what they're saying yeah just one specific member seems to have gotten a little bit more popular and they tend to not like that member anymore well it's a little bit assly oh okay <laughs> do you tell well i feel like if you don't like them because they're too popular mm -hmm. it's like you shouldn't you shouldn't your love should be unconditional exactly you shouldn't restrain yourself from loving someone even if they're popular or not okay usually i don't stand well my bias isn't the popular one okay but i feel like now it's mostly the popular one popular one who's my bias well okay. they they grew up in in popular every comeback like yeah they, it's, it's always changing up i don't know there's always like something like um who's your bias before concert and who's your bias after concert yeah but this is specifically a member got more popular and that and kind of was stopped. like gave them the ick well maybe they don't want to spend much money into photo cards <laughs> okay yeah maybe it's just too expensive to stand <laughs> maybe i mean if this was worded diff if this was a different story like i stopped liking a group because they became more popular i have that more to would, say okay. maybe we'll wait if we ever see that as a, a okay. thing a group became more popular and i don't like them anymore okay uh, but as for a specific member i think it's reasonable i mean you said you didn't like tiffany because she got too much attention no i said she was too uh loud for me too loud but like see if a member is getting like more and more popular and it feels to the to the consumer that this person is yeah! <laughs> <laughs> these damn flies i'm gonna lose it the camera keeps stopping and these damn flies and my dogs hate me <laughs> okay <laughs> okay cry. So don't cry oh my god okay so yeah it might make somebody feel like they're too loud they're too annoying like they're getting too much attention and i just don't vibe with that anymore maybe i don't know um, i think it, i thought it was very exciting from the title but yeah but if we take by, by example everglow mm -hmm. my first bias was mia mm -hmm. and now it's yiren yeah but i don't think i un unbiased mia because she had more lines and more uh, she was more pushed up by the company. Yeah, the favoritism. Yeah. I don't think it was because of that. It's just because she was the first that I noticed. Okay. Because Yiren is more, like, quieter. Yeah, so she... Yeah. But I think it's genre... Comment t'es élevé? Like... The way she was raised. Yeah. So I don't think... Like, it's okay for you to change your bias. Yeah. Even if your bias was the popular because <laughs> you never know you always tend to have like you yeah. don't know them and then you you see who you are more attracted to yeah i think like individually in a group if there's popular members and they become less popular more popular it's totally different from like you understand a group because they're now more yes. popular yes which i have a lot to say about yeah <laughs> but we'll save that for episode two of specifically the reddit series mm -hmm. that i hope you guys enjoy yeah. um this is gonna be it because my camera's overheating yeah <laughs> and kevin's causing a ruckus <laughs> they're so po they're so 
sweet now look at them they're yeah, not moving they're, they're not, not scratching and it's the end of the podcast <laughs> how dare you guys frankly i think their 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 job security is on the line <laughs> so thank you so much for watching don't forget to check us out on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You can also subscribe, join our channel members. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to like, comment, and share this video. With friends you don't have. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes episode five, right? That is so fast. Times yeah. go fast. I'm really enjoying it. I am too. This feels like the biggest production I've ever done. Really? So it, like, I mean, it is. There's three cameras. We have two mics and like we're recording audio and it takes a long time to edit. It just feels like I feel so proud when I, it's like it comes out. Me too. <laughs> Me too. And I love reading comments. Yeah. Yeah. Even if some of them are a little. I don't care. It's fine. It's okay. Did you read any mean comments in the last episode? Yeah. Do tell. Um, what was? We talked about who paved the way. There were some BTS fans who were like, listen. <laughs> yeah, there was one was like, I didn't even listen to it, but it's BTS. Yeah. I was like, okay. But there's one who said it, it was Girls' Generation paved, uh, did so much, and you only talked about 21 and Big Bang once. Something like that. Oh, I thought they were saying we only talked girls, about gener Girls' Generation once. Well, Girls' Generation paved the way and you only talked about them once. And I was like, we mentioned them like 20 times. Yeah, mm -hmm. and 21, we. I, I mentioned it at the at end. At the end. So admittedly, we didn't pay a lot of attention to 21 and Big Bang. I feel like we didn't... Uh, well, we didn't pay any attention to EXO, and I'm really sorry because they did a lot. I think we paid enough attention to EXO. <laughs> no, we didn't. I think we mentioned them. No, that was in the the episode that's... The SM Stan episode. And still, we didn't really talk much about them. I think we talked enough. A bit, a bit. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining. My camera just died again. Ah! <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Since when does it overheat? I don't know. It's not mine. It's yours. What's after like? Oh, mais c'est ça qui est fun avec celle-là. C'est un petit peu genre faire des épisodes 1, 2, 3, 4 pour ça. Parce qu'il y a tellement d'entries.